You're listening to Places I Can't Return To, an audiobook by Sean Bear Flannery. Narrated by, well, me, Sean Bear Flannery. Each week, I release the next chapter here on this podcast. If you enjoy these stories, you can buy the full book in digital, print, or audio at my website, seanbearflannery.com. That's Bear, B-A-I-R. What you're about to hear are true stories. But this is no memoir. It's more of an illustration, maybe even a warning, of what your life will look like if you decide to live every day like it's your last. Because I followed that advice. I followed it for a good 15 years. And I cannot re-enter most of the places I visited in that time. Kenny Shoes, Akron, Ohio. I am colorblind. As handicaps go, it's not burdensome. In fact, the biggest annoyances have nothing to do with colors and more with how people react when learning you are colorblind. Say you're at a party and you've been asked to grab the red bottle, but you only see brown bottles. So you share that you're colorblind. The people at that party will react like you just announced you competed in the last Olympics. Some won't believe it, others demand proof, and scads of questions are immediately thrown upon you. What color is the carpet to you? How do you know what light's on at an intersection? Can you see the future? Several times, a party-goer has approached me and, in all seriousness, announced... I have bad news. You can't be an astronaut. It's a rule. NASA won't allow colorblind people to steer their shuttles. On one occasion, someone said this, that I cannot be an astronaut, right after I had shot a champagne cork into my face. As though I could even reach a point in the interview process where NASA is testing my eyesight. I've run out of gas on the highway three times in major cities. I simply don't look at the gauge. My college won't release my grades until I pay parking tickets. I don't see NASA saying, action-wise, we like how this kid manages travel and learning. Let's just hope his eyes come in good. Colorblindness is, in most cases, not as dramatic as the public believes. The world is not black and white to us. We see colors and pure shades. Things like sky blue or grass green are easy to identify. But mixed in between shades are tough to identify. A dark red may appear brown. Light greens are difficult to separate from light reds or khaki. The point being, unless you are formally tested for it at school or the doctor's office, you can live a long time, maybe your whole life, without knowing you are colorblind. I learned I was colorblind the way most people do. Age 14, working at a shoe store. A group of women entered our store, Kenny Shoes, to collect shoes and handbags they had specially ordered and customized for their wedding party. Of course, ma'am. I told the future bride, then exited to the back to fetch her shoes and handbags. I started working at the store this same week and was mostly hired to dye shoes. My cousin managed the store and my father asked him to hire me. 
I was a talented artist, nothing prodigious, but a few of my paintings at both grade school and high school advanced to being on display at an academic workshop at the local college. My cousin told my dad that I was not old enough to sell shoes and their stockroom needs were light, but if I could paint that great, they needed somebody to dye shoes. This wedding party was my first party. I returned to the counter, placed the boxes on the table, and removed a pair of shoes for her to approve the dye job they had requested. A bright pink. What the fuck is this? asked the bride. Your party's shoes, ma'am. Five pairs of pumps and five purses, correct? Are you fucking with me? she demanded. I looked back, confused. Today is not the day to be fucking with me, she asserted. This is how I learned I was colorblind when I ruined a bride's wedding shoes 24 hours before the ceremony. The shoes I had presented were not pink. They were gray. They looked perfectly pink to me, but I was later told by my manager that they looked grayer than my fucking marble countertop. To this day, I have many problems with pink and gray, but that moment, I had a bigger issue. This bride's shoes were not the correct color, and the two people dealing with the problem were me, a teenager who doesn't know he's colorblind, and her, an anxious bride who thought everyone is trying to fuck with her. I attempted to defuse the tension by opening the other four shoeboxes, along with the packages containing the purses. Each was equally gray. You will notice how consistent everything is, I affirmed to her. I then took out her swatch. When a wedding party needs shoes dyed to match a dress, they provide a swatch of material to the store to use as a reference. I put the bright pink scrap of fabric on top of the gray pumps and confidently declared, you will notice how perfect the match is. At that point, the bride became so angry she had to walk away. The assistant manager of the store walked to the counter and calmly asked, Sean, do those look pink to you? Yeah, of course. They don't to you? The bride walked back. Bro, that shoe is grayer than a fucking dolphin. At this point, my manager, also my cousin, Heard what was going on. He walked over and looked at the shoes. This looks pink to you, he asked. Isn't it? I answered. Initially, he looked confused, staring at several hundred dollars of now worthless gray inventory. Then it hit him. Oh, fuck. He can't see colors. He hired me expressly for my artistic ability, and I was asked to die three other wedding parties that morning. What do you mean? asked the bride. It means we're screwed, he yelled as he ran back into the stock room to see how badly I had dyed the other shoes for all the other wedding parties. The following week, I asked the school nurse if I could be tested for colorblindness. The nurse administrated what they call the Ishaharia test, where you are asked to identify numbers within circles of many colored dots. As a man who has flunked thousands of tests, failing an eye test is no different than failing a history exam, meaning you know it's not going well, as you are taking it. The nurse would ask, what number do you see inside this circle? There's a number in there? Whoa, so you don't see anything? She would question back. After the final page of the test, the nurse consulted a chart and summated, you are colorblind, red-green to be exact. Normally, this is where I tell the student they can't be an astronaut. But, well, Mr. Flannery, I'm assuming you don't see yourself in outer space given your grades. Over the years, I've been fired from multiple jobs due to my colorblindness, which I consider to be unfair and a potential violation of the American with Disabilities Act. 
of course, my previous employers might counter that my only real disability is that I was a jackass. The mix-ups on colors merely served as reminders that they had been meaning to fire me. I worked at a restaurant in college that required us to wear a white shirt with black pants. My manager hated me. I constantly arrived late, joked around, bungled orders, and, in addition to those frustrations, owned so few white shirts that I frequently had to substitute a light blue or pale beige one. One day, on which I arrived late, misentered several orders, and broke a chair laughing with other employees, all while wearing a blue shirt, my manager laid down the law. If you come into your next shift, either late or without a white shirt, don't even bother clocking in, because you don't have a job. I drove to an Old Navy that night to get white dress shirts. And, fortuitously, they were on sale for the incredible price of $2 a shirt. I purchased every large in stock. 15 shirts. The next day, I was late again, by about 20 minutes. But I hoped my crisp white shirt might be enough to quell my boss's anger. I entered, said hi to the hostess, and passed down the main hall, at which point I noticed my manager staring at me hotly. I raised my arms defensively. I, I know, I know I'm late, but I pointed to my shirt. This ought to make you happy. What I didn't know is the reason Old Navy had these shirts on sale for only $2 is that they were all hot pink. I was wearing a shirt that looked white to me, but to everyone else looked like something a bullfighter would wear. Which means not only was I arriving late again, but my manager believed I purposely dressed myself in a flamingo blouse purely to taunt him. The most recent time I was fired for colorblindness, my boss felt even more disrespected. I was working for a consulting company who flew me out to Dallas each week to develop software for a telecommunications firm. On most nights, I drank with coworkers until last call. And when I am hungover or sleep-deprived, I get these large, dark bags under my eyes. Because of how pale I am, it can sometimes even be confused for a black eye. This was one of the many things my manager hated about me. That I would go before clients who were paying a lot of money for what they were told were the best software developers in America, looking like I had just lost a bar fight about three hours earlier. One morning, after I strolled in late, he confronted me. Sean... If you come in here tomorrow with those damn black eyes, it will be your last day. We are meeting with their head of new business, and I can't have you looking like you just arrived from the emergency room. I think he expected me to acquiesce, but back then, I never missed an opportunity to disagree with management. Legally, I responded, you cannot fire me because my eye sockets are flawed. Damn it, I know you look like shit because you're out drinking every night. I approve the damn expense receipts each morning, so I see what you're doing. Don't act like you have some facial deformity, for Christ's sake. I doubled down. The way I behave, what I do outside of company time, it's part culture, part religion, and all my choice. I walked away, leaving him to chew on that rather confusing evasion. About two hours later, my manager approached me. I think I have a solution, he began apprehensively. I'm not positive who we consulted to help devise this proposal. A woman in human resources, his wife, a mob fixer, somebody. But he continued, I don't want you to have black eyes, but you want to stay out all night. 
Correct? Correct. Well, what do you think of makeup? What do you mean? Makeup can hide a black eye. What if you buy makeup for tomorrow's meeting? I'll let you expense it. I think that's a fair request. We shook hands, feeling this was a great business compromise. And perhaps the start of a new, more agreeable relationship between us. The next morning, I arrived late and barred straight into this important meeting. Per request, I had used makeup to cover my dark, sunken eye sockets. Makeup that was bright green, but which I thought matched my skin tone perfectly. As my coworker would later put it, you looked like Ziggy Stardust error David Bowie opening up the wrong office door. I sat down and introduced myself, having no idea that I had two giant green ovals around my eyes. I then turned to my manager, delivered a big green, and proudly pointed to my face. I was fired. I once read that colorblindness occurs at such a high rate, almost 1 in 10 males, that it most likely had some evolutionary benefit. The theory is that tribes with a few colorblind members hunted better since those people, the colorblind people, could have identified quarry that appeared camouflaged to everyone else. There is even some modern evidence of this effect. During World War II, the Allies specifically stationed colorblind soldiers amongst their spotters because the colorblind guards often detected threats that appeared hidden to people with normal vision. Maybe my people, colorblind jackasses, peaked in the Stone Age. We would wake up, hung over on fermented prunes, roll out of our burrow, spot some grouse that's hiding in a tree that no one else can see, point it out, and let the athletes of the tribe go kill it, then return to bed a hero. Which is why, when people at a party learn I'm colorblind and begin telling me that I cannot be an astronaut, I now respond, well, you better hope we don't have to hunt up there, amigo.